0: by emailing us at info at com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting give.
1: Well, Justin Schultz, welcome to Digging for the Truth.
2: Thank you, Trent. It's, uh, good to be here. Good to see this uh, studio. This is amazing. Kind of cool, isn't it? It is. I-, I just texted my wife and said, I'm in tech heaven
1: yeah well this is a lot of fun and you know tonight you know i want to do a couple of things uh you know the church has been growing there's a lot of people just don't know who the elders are they don't know you they need to
2: they also need to know who your
1: barber is and how you keep all that hair in your
2: head yeah she's uh she's been been my bride for 27 years does she really cut your hair she
1: does that's something, see that's some stuff i didn't know right there she's got a good some skill there she's
2: got some skills that's incredible.
1: So uh, my uh, anybody can cut my hair nowadays, you know. <laughs> I volunteer. You volunteer. All it takes is a razor blade and uh, a little bit of gel. Let's do it. Well, so Justin, I tell you tonight, I'm glad that you're here. Um, Justin and I, we serve uh, as elders together here at the church TCAB but justin actually approached me not too long ago and uh he has some exciting news and something that he's fixing to get started that i can't wait to share with you but before we get there i actually want to interrogate this guy since i've Uh-oh. got him on the other, other side right here a little bit so, so tell me so uh, you and i had a conversation but remind me i mean so tell me where were you where were you born uh i was born in new mexico so, so you're not even I a actually- real texan yet uh, or, or statues. I wasn't fast. there
2: long. I got to Texas as fast as I could. I think when I was eight months old. Oh, okay. We That's the story. Kind of yeah. like Brandy. I didn't grow up there, yeah.
1: Well, Brandy, my wife, she actually grew up in. Well, she didn't grow up. She was born in Hobbs. And uh, they ended up in the panhandle, I mean, all around. I mean, her yeah. dad was in oil and gas,
2: and uh, so he was worked for Chronicle Phillips, and they moved him around quite a bit. Absolutely. I I grew up a uh, farming ranch, uh, was was on the ranch in New Mexico as a newborn, and then uh, moved to Texas to farm. So, so
1: yeah. now something that I think is interesting, so... Basically, you manage a, a good-sized company, uh, and you manage, you know, all the employees. The, I mean, the business. It's uh, well.
2: Tell us a little bit about what you do. I'm actually COO of a veterinary practice here in Amarillo. Uh, we have, you know, we started out uh, ten years ago. Um, there was a veterinarian and six employees, and in in that time, with God's blessing, after ten years, uh, we are at uh, three locations five different businesses inside those locations. Incredible, yeah. And uh, I think we hired our 87th employee last week, so. That's incredible.
1: Well, praise the Lord. Yeah. So you're busy. Absolutely. But you weren't busy enough there. You're going to add to it here a little bit. We're going to try. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, take on that same concept that you have about, uh, you know, out of hands. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Well, I don't, I,
1: yeah. Well, I won't finish it for you, but <laughs> I can see
2: you getting into trouble there. Um. Yeah, I've had my fair share uh, with with God's provision there. I've stayed out of any type of uh, penitentiary or anything like that.
1: Well, at least as far as we know, might yeah. have been an alias yeah. change in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the one thing that I, I, that I didn't know uh, until recently, you told me I didn't realize that you were actually a coach. Yes, and in education for a pretty good while, uh, almost right? twenty years.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah. I uh, I started out uh, just like every other young teenage high school graduate uh, was was going on the path of what pays the most yeah and how fast can I get there mm-hmm. and after about uh, four major changes and I, I mean like changing my major. <laughs> not just major changes, but yeah, changing your I, major. I, I graduated, I believe, college with uh, close to 176 hours. Oh or my something gosh. Like that. Yeah. Uh, if you'd have been a little more focused, uh, huh? Yeah. Cram, cram that into four and a half years. Uh, I'm not saying that to brag by <laughs> Well,
1: that's all right. Uh, I did uh, roughly 120 something in five. Yeah. yeah. I missed a
2: whole year playing golf. <laughs> and that's, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, through that process, have learned that uh, chasing the dollar is not always always the path that uh, leads to the most joy. Absolutely, and, I totally uh, agree. Found my joy in education and teaching, and like I said, did that for twenty years, and uh, then found this opportunity after twenty years of that, and have enjoyed ever ever bit of it. Now you've been doing this about ten years, is that right? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I started teaching when I was twelve. If that
1: is, is that what I it is? Well, I forget. thought you didn't look nearly yeah. old enough. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, so okay, so Sheena, your wife, now tell us, and you, know, you have three kids, is that right?
2: I have three, yes. All right, so tell, tell two, us a little bit about your family. Um, two boys, uh, young lady. Uh, I used to call them kids, but man, they're young adults now. I know, it goes um, quick, doesn't it? it? It's hard to say how old they are and not feel old myself. Uh, Tanner, my oldest, he's 24.
1: Yeah, you um, are getting old. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: we had him when I was 10, so you know yeah, wow I'm, I'm trying you're you're I'm precocious trying, very <laughs> I, I'm trying uh trying to stay young tate uh, he's our our uh, youngest son uh never refer to him as the middle child he's always the youngest son uh, <laughs> youngest son. That yeah. conflict yeah did um, it work it it at times oh, okay you know when it was to our advantage it worked when it was to his advantage it didn't you know i got so, you uh, smart young man he uh, he's 21 and then uh Taryn, uh, she's at uh, Wayland Baptist playing basketball, and uh, is on scholarship there. She's twenty, well, almost twenty. My goodness,
1: yeah. man, it does goes it goes quick. Yeah, well, crazy. that's actually even quick for me. So since we've known each other, uh, I, I, it's hard for me to imagine her being that old, yeah. um, because so we've been at the church. I want to say uh, right at around five years, I think, or so. Yeah. I got, how, so how long
2: you guys been out at the, at TK? Um We we came. Uh, 2014 I believe is when we joined the church October of 14 maybe of October of 13 okay I'm not perfect on those dates but you're several years ahead of me there around there yeah we were we were part of a great church uh, in Vega Uh, that's where I I taught and coached and uh, one of my best friends is a pastor there and uh, I think
1: we actually know him yes you do
2: yeah, I, I didn't know
1: this until recently. It's a small world. Very and, and small. Our, our world seems to keep getting smaller. It we does. talked about somebody before the <laughs> yeah. podcast, not about that we both knew. Um, so, the Elliots, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah,
2: Darren and Lindsay. Yeah. Um, he's pastor out at uh, Christ Community Fellowship in Vega. Had a great relationship there. Was one of the hardest decisions we ever made was to to leave that church. Yeah, I understand and uh to be able to but, but the good part of that and this is what you don't hear many times the, the good part about leaving a church is is to receive that blessing before you leave mm-hmm. and after we made that decision they actually asked us to come back so they could bless us to move on to the church at Bushland
1: that's integrity and, and honor and that it, it, I love it that was, it was
2: it's healthy it, it is and it, it set us on the right path to to do everything that we've been able to do there at the church at Bushland uh coincide with Jeff and Melissa and, and the elders and and just it's just been a great great relationship you know it's
1: interesting I, we have a great church I love our church um I love uh just the body it's healthy you know and so we had a, it as a similar thing for us um you know and I think this is maybe a good opportunity just to even tell yeah. anybody in the church if you've if you've you know maybe you've been in a church or you've been wounded by a church or you're you've been looking you know make sure that you're doing moving for the right reasons uh-huh. um you know we were actually at a big mega church here in town yeah and uh, there for a long time actually uh Brandy and I met through that church well actually we met on a blind date that's a different story but anyway <laughs> but we, we I want to hear that yeah it's actually it's kind it's kind of <laughs> a funny story um but cuz I had a bad experience with blind dates before her so Anyway, was Brandy blind at the time? Is no. That, well, that's, that's, that's how, how I got her. That's yes, exactly right. And then after she said, <laughs> Sorry, I do, sure. she saw me for the first that time and fair. Fair well, Hey, for whatever it's worth from the day we went on our first met to when we got married, it was about four months. Wow. I knew I needed to seal that deal quick. Absolutely. Before she found out the truth. For sure.
2: Yeah. So yeah. anyway, and is that ironic that we're digging for the truth now?
1: Yeah. We're oh, yeah. It's, Hey, you know, it's all coming out, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, for sure. trust me, you don't want to dig too deep. There's some <laughs> scary stuff back there. But anyway, so the church we were at. Um, something happened, and I was like, oh, I, "I'm going to leave." And and the Lord said, "No, you're going to stay right here, yeah. and you're going to get healthy." And not only did we get healthy, then we started teaching, and other opportunities were coming. And then when I thought, "Okay, we're in full steam," and you know, I was about to be given an opportunity to be an elder, then the Lord said, "No," and I was like, "Okay, I'm confused. Now what?" Yeah. And as that was from that point, it was two year process, the Lord leading us out to tea and now it makes perfect sense. And so when we ended up leaving, it was perfect terms. Still great relationship with the pastors at this church. I still connect with some of them and, and the people there periodically. And
2: you know, you, you touched on something there, Trent. That that I've got to say. Um, you know, it says in Scripture that uh, you can gain peace that passes all understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I translate in, that into uh, uh, the, the Justin translation is peace that makes no sense. Yeah, that's good and many times to many times to find that piece that makes no sense you have to make decisions that make no sense that make no sense yeah that's a good and, word and that's that's where we were when we chose to come to uh, the church at Bushland is we were happy in the church that we were a part of and it made no sense to leave um but but god was calling us you know we were driving past this church every sunday and he said hey i've got i've got something there that i need you to be a part of and yeah, of course, there was an argument, sure, between, yeah. between me and God on that, and and uh, uh, there, there's so many times in my life that God's led me to do and to make decisions that make no sense. Some of them I've listened, some of them I haven't. Um, but when God, you listen, you see the fruit. We see the fruit, uh, and the one thing I have learned through that process is God's going to get His way. He, that's exactly right. <laughs> Exactly whether, right. whether it's by your will or not his plan for our lives is set and it's a whole lot uh, more peaceful a whole lot more rewarding when you get to or when you have to well that's a great
1: word we had a, a similar experience you know we would drive past T-Cab going to vacation basically yeah. <laughs> you know and, and every time we go by oh they're growing and, and it's, it's like every time we drive by you, we felt the Lord say oh, look left um, and it was by you know several encounters that yeah led, led me to with marty rally my friends with marty Rowley. um known marty for about 28 years or so yeah and he had invited me to this luncheon we ended up talking about it and he said well go with me this sunday and as soon as i walked in that building sat there in one service i was like this is where we're supposed to be and so we weren't running from something we we're running to something yeah and that, there's a big difference. Um, I didn't mean to get necessarily off on that, but that's great. I wanted to know kind of your background and history in, in regards to coming into the church. And then you've been an elder now for, you know, how many years? No,
2: I have no idea.
1: I was going <laughs> to say, I can't remember how long I've been one either, but you were an elder before I was. Um, Not and, long before, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thanks. I've never said publicly thanks, you know, for uh, voting to allow me to come on as an elder. That's it's right. a true honor. It was and unanimous. It was unanimous. Well, this before y'all knew me. Yeah, right. if we
2: exclude Daryl, it was you <laughs> know. All right. Well, I'll have to talk about. We always Darryl. exclude Daryl. We,
1: well, <laughs> Daryl's special, you know. Anybody who knows oh, him man, knows Daryl's special. I'm gonna get a phone call
2: and a text on that comment. I think you get, guarantee you will. <laughs> yeah. I might as well. I probably will as well.
1: Yeah. I might have to edit that part out. Yeah, well, okay. so so Justin, I wanted to have you here today. Um, there's something neat. You 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 approached me uh, not too long ago. Got to put something on your heart. I think about a year ago, it's been in the process. Like, oh, wow, two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> through, through, the,
2: through the COVID pandemic, it's, it's, been, it's been pressing. And I've, I've tried to be patient with myself to, to know what direction to go with it. Um, and then watching your podcast, watching what you've done, what you've built here, it, it was just like I told you before we started, I, I would love to learn from someone who's done it before. Well, I can and, tell you everything not to do, and well, that uh, uh, I look forward to that, Trent, and and appreciate that more than what I can ever express on the fact that uh, we're we're doing something that uh, God's put on on my heart to do. It's mm-hmm. not something necessarily that I, I'm wanting to do, but as He's I start led you to, to do see it. this, it's it's becoming more of a desire, and uh, I think that that speaks in itself as well. Is many times it's just that first step. Once you take it, the desire comes.
1: Absolutely. You know, <laughs> well, that's actually it's, as a biblical principle. Sometimes we have to first act before the feeling or emotion come before you see that fruit. Yeah. And well, so the the just I want to go ahead and tell everybody there's going to be a new podcast actually that you're wanting to start, and it's going to yeah. be titled um, "That's My Jesus." Sure. So the first time I heard that, I was like, <laughs> you know, that's that's I love the title. It's cool. Um, what does it mean? You know, and then you told me, and I was like, "Okay, that's really awesome." So, will you tell Absolutely. tell everybody what it means? I mean, kind um, of where that came from.
2: It, it's it's funny that we've talked about the history of, of of the church that I came from, because that's that phrase, "That's my Jesus," actually came from Darren. I mean, we'll be doing something, and something good will happen, and he'll say, "That's my Jesus." Yeah, you know, or we'll hear a good news, we'll hear hear a good story, and and it's always exclaimed, "That's my Jesus," and and too many times, we'll, we'll question that when bad news comes right of of where is jesus um but uh, that's my jesus came from from those experiences where we got to exclaim that um and say that those aha moments and and give credit where credit is due and i just thought you know there's so many testimonies there's so many people out there that have miraculous stories that absolutely that, that haven't been told uh, on a platform that we can can hit as many people as we possibly can, and uh, that's that's the calling on this is the stories that I've heard from people, the testimonies, the the experiences, just the the elaborate parts of their story being told. I want to get that out and let it impact as many people as we possibly can. I mean, it's just uh, I don't want to be selfish with that. No, you know, because I, I know the stories that I've been told. The, the experiences that these people have had, and they shared those with me, have changed my life. So to not be able to share that with someone else and impact them, um, that's that's kind of holding back. That's that's kind of that quench, that spirit. I got gotcha. you. That's exactly. Know? And we gotta release that. Well, <clears throat>
1: so you and I had lunch oh not too long ago, and we're sitting there, and so you asked me, you said like, Trent, what what's that's my what's that moment for you and. Yeah. I mean, the first thing that came to mind. Now, since then, I'm going to tell the story what I what I told you. But uh, since then, I've thought about it a lot. And I was like, my gosh! I mean, God always shows up in my darkest moments, in my worst moments, my most trying moments, and then also um, in you know my best moments, yeah. especially my best moments, right? Yeah. Um, but when you asked me that, the first thing I said, kind of, I guess it's kind of ironic <laughs> on that regard too, is because I told you I said, you know what? One of the first fr- is, is Brandy. I did not deserve Brandy. as an right. immoral young, very immoral young man. Yeah. Um, and people probably that if they heard the name Trent Taylor, you know, and they knew me just from high school era or, you know, even maybe a little past that, yeah. they think, boy, watch out for that guy. And and then God got, grabbed a hold of me. So obviously my salvation is a that's my Jesus moment. Yeah. But but meeting Brandy, um, <clears throat> here I am. I was a mess. Now I I was saved and God. I had gotten to a point. My, my I was trustworthy by the time I met Brandy. It was a process there. But the biggest act of grace that God has ever shown me, other than my salvation, is let me marry Brandy. And I know that anybody that knows Brandy would agree. You know that she's just she's just sweet. Yeah. She's she's just. I mean she's. Uh, and so that was one of those moments. But then I thought about another one. And uh it was in a dark moment. And it's when actually in my data center, um, we were about a year and a half ago, we were attacked. You probably remember oh, yeah. I mean cyber oh, yeah. attack. Uh and it was it was I would say that was probably one of the hardest days of my life. Um and I thought we were gonna lose everything. Sure. But in that moment, so in Zechariah, the 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 scripture says that God said he will be a wall of fire. Now he's speaking specifically about Jerusalem, but in and I've said this on other podcasts before. I've told, I think uh, Marty and I even talked about it this little bit. But he that day he was at literally a firewall. What do you yeah. use to protect? You know, the places he that needed to be protected the most they never even touched, and we had everything back up roughly within about fourteen hours. Now, if you take some of the hospitals that got hit, they were down for months. Yeah. You know, so I look back at that moment, and, and it was stressful and everything else. But then I realized I, everything that happened that day was well beyond anything I could have done, yeah, on my own. That that's my Jesus. Yeah. So this is probably a fit phrase I'm going to start picking up and using a little bit. It, I hope it catches
2: fire. I do because there there's so many moments throughout your day uh, that can say, yeah, that that's my Jesus. Um, I heard on the way in, Max Locato was on on the radio when he was was telling a story and and you have the the choice when when things go bad do you see the hurt or do you see the healer yeah it's good you know and and that just sat in my mind and i thought okay that's something that that i need to repeat it's like i said not not being selfish with with the words of what i hear i've, I've got to become a sounding board i've got to start repeating all of these stories and i, I want to do that through this podcast and and it's not me you know that that's the the nicest part is i get to sit on this side of the mic and just ask questions let people reveal their heart reveal their story and say that's my jesus
1: well i think it's important i think there's every here's what i would i would challenge everybody to even be thinking about i mean we're talking about that's my jesus i know that you know uh you have a pretty good list of people but there's probably some people that we don't even know about that have For a sure. story that would be incredible you know they ought to hit you up at church or or call in or write into the to, to the church and, and say hey listen i've got a story that maybe you want to hear but Here's what I think a lot of people real, don't realize. I think that the enemy shows up. He goes around like a roaring lion, right? And sure. seeing that what he can kill, still destroy. And sometimes people think that you know, listen, you don't understand my story. It's it's just it's too messed up. Uh, I've done too many bad things, or my my circumstances. I will tell you what, well, you just don't know how deep in debt I am, or how bad my relationship sure. is, or the infidelity that has gone on, or my job, my boss, my go on right right okay everybody has problems in life yeah and you said something a minute ago you know do i see the healer or the hurt we're all going to deal with you know the world but i think that everybody has a that's my jesus but we we sometimes we get so caught up we don't realize or even believe that god wants to help us
2: for sure yeah and and you know One, one of the things that I, I want to make sure that, that people understand when, when they see this is, is yes, we're both elders in the church, but we're, we're men, too. That's right. We're, we're attacked just like they are. Have, having that, that position in a church doesn't exclude you from, from Satan's desires to steal, kill, and destroy. And, and something that has, has rung true for me in that is he can't steal what isn't mine. Right? Yes, that's right. He can't kill anything that's already dead. So every morning when I wake up, do I live my life or do I live the life that Jesus rose from? You know, he can't kill that again. That's right. It's a good word. He, He can't steal something unless I take possession of it. So everything that I have, if I hold on to that as mine, he can steal it. If I freely give that to the kingdom of use this. As you need to, God, he can't steal it. Well, you, you touch on a, a really important
1: point, and that is that everything that we have, everything that we are, God knit us together in our mother's womb. He knows every hair on our head. Your head, he knows really well. <laughs> Mine, you know, I don't know. But he knows every cell in our body. Okay, just, just for the record, okay, that was the smallest thing that people could think of back then. They didn't know about the cell, but he did. They, he did specifically speak to the womb. So he was knitting us together in our mother's womb. And, and so the, the love of the Father, how he loves us, is, is so enormous. And we don't—even me, I've struggled in my walk, and it gets better every year. Sure. That, oh, God, I know you'll do this for somebody else, but I don't know, would you do it for me? And, and, and what is testimony? Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And that's what this whole podcast is going to be about. Absolutely. If he, he, let me tell you something. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever— the creator of the universe, he loves us. He loves you. And he wants to be in the middle of every detail of your life. There's nothing too small that he will want to be a part of. There's nothing too big that he can't overcome. And how do we do that? Testimony. Testimony. You Experience.
2: Know? Share it. Not keep it to yourself. Let that vulnerability, instead of being afraid of it, instead of being trying to hide it, yeah. is ex- expose it and say, this is this is what God did through my life. This was the the downfall that I had that I tried to hide from everybody and just letting it out there and saying, this is who I am. This is who God created me to be. Be comfortable with that yeah. in this uncomfortable world. You know, that's, that's, you can get me on a soapbox there, Trent, because everything in life that we have created for ourselves as humans is to try to make us comfortable in this world. And that was never by God's design. It's a good word. Because it's temporary. It is
1: absolutely temporary. Right. So in fact, the more if, you
2: accumulate many times, the more the pain. <laughs> right so it's we're actually supposed to be uncomfortable in this world, and when we get too comfortable, I believe that we get too far from God's purpose for our life Now that doesn't mean it's always pain and strife, but stepping out there and doing some of those things that maybe you're not not comfortable doing uh like a podcast like <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah is is actually God's design because then it's him, it's not me well, it's an interesting point you make, so
1: The early church, one of the things that they would do, right, wrong, or indifferent, I mean, of course, people didn't have, you know, the food, like, accessible like we do now. Now, of course, people are going to start learning right now as we speak around the world that uh, when you don't fertilize and you don't have rain and you don't have, I mean, all these things, things are starting to catch up from COVID, right? And now they're looking at food shortages, but in the early church. Um, they weren't comfortable. They intentionally, the, when they, the, you know, uh, the monastic periods when they began, these, you know, monks and whatnot. Some of them, the whole, they would fast for long periods sure. of time because when they were hungry, they weren't thinking about necessarily the world or comfort. But when they were fat and happy, that's when they got in trouble.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and you know that might be an ex- that is an extreme. <laughs> that is an extreme. Um, I like food. <laughs> I'm just saying, but sure. but no, but they have a point. Think about, you know, when we have, you know, all these really, we're really comfortable, have all these basic needs. We have a tendency to start fixating on, oh, well, that's when we get in trouble. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, yeah. I, I, I maybe kind of went down a bunny trail on that one. But I will say this, that I'm excited about your podcast. Well, thank you. And, I, I you know, I'm excited to hear the testimonies. I'm excited to see opportunity for people that are yeah. going through health issues. Relationship issues. I mean, there's there's nothing out of bounds
2: here for you. No, right? There there's nothing out of bounds. It's it's a story that needs to be told. And if it impacts one other person, that I mean, that's addition, multiplication. Uh if it's something that that I'm I'm a math guy. That's what I taught for twenty years was was math. And I, I firmly believe that that we as people are here to multiply the joy and divide the sorrow. And if we'll we'll stick to that simple—it's a good word. I like simple that. solution of mathematics because I, I believe God's a numbers guy too, and uh, we can get into that through you know digging into the truth of, of how He uses numbers to to recognize, to keep order, all of that stuff. Trent, I'll get us on a rabbit trail there. You and I could probably do well, a podcast for hours and hours and hours. Well,
1: I want to give an opportunity um, for that. Listen, tonight I really wanted to. <laughs> I want people to know you. I think the church is growing so fast um, praise the Lord. And yet we're still making it feel small. The life groups are important. A relationship is important, but, um, I want people to know you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and that's what I want to try to make sure that, you know, uh, they knew who you were, know a little bit about your past, your history, what you're yeah. going to be doing. Um, but I tell you this, so it'll be in the fall, uh, that we'll be kicking off yeah. here sometime, right on. For sure. uh, okay. That's my Jesus. And, um, but I, I would like to, to have you back one night, and let's just maybe dig into the word a little bit. Okay. And uh, this, has sure. been, this has been a lot of fun, but is there anything to kind of wrap up, before we kind of wrap up, is there anything that you want to share with the audience about
2: uh, your upcoming podcast? Um, biggest thing is I just want it to be what God's created it to be, and I don't know what that is. You know, I'm taking a big leap of faith here. Uh, he, he put me in a, a place a couple of years ago to do some sports broadcast. Uh, wearing a headset and, and speaking through a mic to get comfortable in front of a camera, um, speaking to people and not getting, you know, feedback, immediate feedback, I think was preparation for this, and and grew to enjoy that. Uh, did that with with Mark Boyette, yeah, so I, I remember. Done that with with Tommy Spencer. Had some different different people along the road that uh, you you know as well that, and it just grew to something that was was enjoyable, and I felt like there needed to be more there. Um, God, like I said, God put that on on me i've sat on it for a couple of years, uh, waiting for the right opportunities to to set up i've made a list of people that i've reached out to to almost all of them to create this podcast to create this opportunity to to get to know people's testimony where they came from what they overcame what Jesus did in their lives and they got to exclaim at the end of that that's my Jesus you that's know and, and once they have that experience, once you experience jesus it's it's hard not to uh desire that not to to want to have that in your life forever you know i mean that, i totally
1: agree i don't know how people live today without him.
2: <laughs> it's um they don't live well it's 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 challenging you yeah. know they, they they uh and and i i i've not lived a perfect life by any means i've made my mistakes i've i've had to learn from from scraped knees and you know injuries and all that good stuff and bad stuff and just uh, marriage is, is challenging at times. You know, I, I learned from well my, for Shanna anyway, yeah, absolutely. I learned a, a saying from my father-in-law. He's, he's quite the character. He, he says all the time we've been married for this number of years, happily married for two less than that. Yeah. You know, and, and <laughs> yeah. everybody, under, everybody that's been married understands that statement. So you go through, through challenges there and you learn how to communicate with each other and, and God's designed his relationship with you to be centered around a marriage. That's right. And and that's the biggest thing I want people to see is is the relationship with with your Creator is a process. Uh, there's no more there's no it more is. patient uh, person than God, and He just wants right. you to be real. He just wants you to be honest. And and that's my Jesus moment. Honestly, Trent is there. There was uh, about uh, six years ago. I had that moment standing in the bathroom, looking in the mirror, and I said, "Hey God, You promised this and You promised that. Where is it?" You know, you, you told me if if I would do this, the outcome would be here. And making that statement of being honest with my frustration with the 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 God that can take it. You know, so many times I hear people say, you know, you shouldn't be mad at God. You know,
1: I, trust me, He can
2: take it. He can. If you anybody, can't hide any, you can't, no. you can't hide anything anyway. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Yeah, might as well be honest. honest. That's that's what. Just be real. Yeah, be, be real with who He's created you to be. Then you see. The process that he's taking you through, then you start to understand and and go oh that that's my jesus that's who that is that I start to recognize what i've been longing for, therefore I start to pursue it that much more um it and and it's good it, it requires patience um, but thinking that uh Great Christians are created overnight or, or great followers of Christ are created overnight. You know? It is I a mean, process, and it's the, something that never quits. Yeah, the disciples, you never quit learning. disciples yeah. were there for three years face-to-face with Jesus, and they still didn't get it.
1: I mean, heck, think about Peter, <laughs> who, I mean, became the cornerstone of the church, and he denied Jesus. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean, oh. he's just a few hours before he's like, "I'll, I'll die for you," yeah. you know, and 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 what? Did, Jesus, right off the bat, what did he do? As soon as he was resurrected, he went and he found Peter, and yeah. and and the, he, he said, "Hey, forget all that. I yeah. got bigger plans for you. I'm going to build my church on you."
2: You know, you know. So it's trust and, me in and, and that story, Trent. The, the, that's my Jesus moment for for Peter. I saw in that is he denied him three times. Jesus gave him three opportunities to say, "I love you." Yeah. He yeah. didn't just ask him once; he asked him three times. And I think that's significant in this story. It's uh, one of my favorites, to be honest. It, it's it's one of my favorites. Well, he and
1: Paul. Yeah. I mean, think about Paul. You know, um, Paul was you know he was <laughs> the, the biggest persecutor of the Christians. Had the road to the Damas- road on. To- on the road to Damascus moment, literally in a moment of time and nanosecond, he became a Christian, you know. But what's interesting is that he became the most prolific author in the New Testament. I think he wrote 13 of the books in the yeah. New Testament. But what's interesting, as good as he was, I mean, he was all in. That's one thing I'll say about Paul. Yeah. He, even before he's a Christian, he is all in. Right. He was always all in. But in Romans 7, he talks about, you know, I, that, I, I do that which I wish not to do. I don't do that which I wish to do. Oh, what a wretched man I am, yeah. but then it's a continuous thought and it goes on and it begins in chapter eight. It says, but through Christ and what Christ did for me, he's conquered all those things. He yeah. knows that we're broken and we're rest up and it's in our brokenness. And I think that's the beautiful thing about this podcast of yours. It's in the brokenness yeah. that God shows up. He's always going to show up. God shows up though. And when, when you let him in yeah, and you let him heal, incredible things happen. And that's
2: what this is going to be about. You you mentioned your, your, that's my Jesus moment was, was with with Brandy when you realized that this was the one for you. And I I, just out of the blue, we haven't talked about this. I'm going to ask you what, what's one of the most attractive qualities in Brandy? How she loves God. Yeah. That's,
1: that's the number one. Yeah. I mean, she, from the, from the very first moment that I've ever known her, uh, she has a great capacity for the love of the father. Yeah. And, she is 100% all in, and that was, you know, there was there was some people before. There's one girl in particular that I could have married, but I remember, I mean, first time I met her mom, I mean, through the back channels I heard, her mom <laughs> said that, Oh, he'll make a great first husband. I was like, oh, okay, I don't think this is good. I mean, you know, that's thinking like the world, right? And so well, what I realized, what I wanted was somebody who loved God more than me. Right. The most attractive quality is she loves Jesus more than she loves me. Yeah, I don't know if I ever thought about it like that. So yeah, that that and then you know, golly, she's so kind and sweet
2: most that, of the time. That that's the word, honestly, that I was looking for. Um, that's a quality that the world yearns for is kindness. Yeah, and and there's no greater quality I see in my Savior than the kindness that He has. Yeah, when when I've messed up, when I've fallen, when I've uh, gone away. That that kindness still rings through. He still has that open hand. He, I mean, uh, I, I see the scar of the open hand, but it's always the kindness that draws me back, and that's that's something that that I want to try to replicate. When when people talk about uh, talk about me, I, I hope they have that as one of the qualities. Is he's, he's a kind man, um, and I love that about Brandy because she, she is super kind. Well, you know,
1: the thing is, is that m- me saying that she. She loved God more than anything else. First, when we ha- are in relationship with God, we begin to re- rep- reflect His attributes. Yeah. Well, she's deeply in love with the Father, and she reflects His attributes well. Yeah. And of that kindness, right? Yeah. Kindness. Sweetness, um, and she's gifted. I mean, she has just a beautiful anointed voice, uh, and and just who she is, how she loves people. She draws them in. So, you know, I, I that's thanks for for asking me that. Sure. Appreciate that.
2: that. That's what I want to get good at, Trent, through this this podcast is uh, asking good questions that people want to know the answer to. And they're probably
1: wondering, you know, where did all my hair go, right? <laughs> His head. <laughs> well, brother, I'm excited about what you have going Um and I'm excited about getting this podcast rolling out. We're going to, like I said, it's what's going to happen. I think initially is this is great news for the you people listening to podcasts podcast because there's going to be a new podcast every week between digging for the truth and that's my Jesus. Yeah. Um, and then there's actually some stuff that is going to be coming out on digging for the truth. We're going to be doing some shorts. Uh, Some smaller five to seven minute teachings um, about current events, things going on in the world, how to study the Bible. Actually, Uh, when you're looking at this scripture and that scripture, why does it mean what it means? Um, And so there's a lot of neat things happening at the Church of Bushland. But uh, one of the most the things I'm most excited about is this new
2: podcast of yours, Justin. I appreciate that, Trent. I appreciate you having me on, giving me the opportunity to talk a little bit about it. Uh, talk a little bit about myself and and give some history there i hope that doesn't run anybody off i I think i think we're good man i think we're good
1: we didn't dig that deep (laughs) so you know but uh i really would like to have you back um at some point and uh, us just talk about from an elder's perspective uh maybe some topics you know maybe going on in the world um i know a lot of people see stuff going on that might be a good one for you and i to hit on okay but uh Anyway, we're going to be checking out for today, but stay tuned. We're going to be getting into uh, the architecture of end times coming up soon. You see all the chaotic stuff going on in the world, people here, you know, left and right. Is this the end times? Is this the latter times? Some of that doesn't matter, but some of this, it's interesting. And instead of bringing fear, we want to bring peace, encouragement, and hope through that process. So anyway, we will see you on the next one. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk, talk to you next time.